Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. Thank you for being supporters and fans of the podcast. I really appreciate your support and comments about the podcast and the episodes that are released about movie reviews. So for this week, we are on the third episode in a series of horror films that I'm reviewing. Halloween is the 31st, today is the 27th, so my goal is to get at least a few more. The original goal that I set was to review three horror movies, so we have reached that goal, the third one, for this week's episode. My goal is to get a few more, so let's set the new bar maybe at five. That seems like a realistic goal, and let's continue with this week's review. So the movie that I watched for this week's episode was called The Banishing. It was a horror film released in 2021. It stars one of my favorite actresses that I really only know her from one TV show that she was in. I really enjoyed her performance in the first few seasons. And that is Jessica Brown Finlay from... Downton Abbey. She played Sybil, one of the daughters in the show. I really liked her performance in the Downton Abbey. She was really nice, she was sweet. Towards the end of her character arc, she definitely got a lot more active in politics and in the war. She was very enjoyable. She gave a really good performance in the Downton Abbey overall. And when I saw that she was one of the main stars in this movie, The Banishing, I was willing to give it a try to see if she would give us a good performance and the character would be interesting in this film. So to be honest, in the movie The Banishing, at times I found it rather boring. And that's never a good sign when discussing a movie and reviewing it to say that you found it boring. But at times, I kind of felt lost and a little bit bored. The movie was dull at times, to be honest. I felt it's supposed to be a scary thriller with ghosts and ghouls and deep suspense. But at times, I kind of was pausing the film, seeing how much more I had to go, because I felt kind of bored and tired. I don't know if it was due to work or if it was the movie. It might have been a combination overall, but at times I felt it was more the movie than just being tired in general. Because The Banishing, the main plot is about a vicar who and his wife, played by Jessica Brown Finley, and their daughter, technically. There's a little bit of a backstory. But they move into a place in England in 1935 called Morley Hall which there's a deep and dark secret. I don't want to spoil it because this movie's newer so you might decide to watch the film. It's available on AMC Plus. It's a Shudder original. Shudder has horror films. That's their main um, films available to watch. It's free with AMC Plus. So the movie they deal with the vicar He's invited, and um, there's a man named Bishop Malachi. He has the vicar 
Linus Forster and his wife move into Morley Hollow with his new wife, Marianne, played by Jessica Brown Finley, and their young daughter, Adelaide, to move in there. And suddenly, the, there's a deep and dark secret that's revealed towards the end of the film. The previous vicar had a dark and mysterious past, a horrible ending. I don't want to spoil it, but just keep in mind there was dark secrets that were revealed towards the end of the film. So the new vicar moves in, and this bishop, Malachi, comes across as a nice, friendly bishop. He's like, I'm really nice, I'm really friendly. Your whole entire new mansion you're living in with your new wife and daughter is due to my generosity, my coffers, my money. This is all due to me recommending you to be the new vicar that you're in here. So Bishop Malachi, he was involved in deep, dark secrets before the film. He starts to discuss that he has blackmail and he, he knows the dark secrets revolving around the vicar's new wife and daughter. He says like, I have dark secrets and I can blackmail you and you ruin your, ruin your lives. That part I don't really understand because they're invited and move into this new hall. But suddenly the Bishop Malachi is like, I know your dark secrets. But like, why does he even care about the dark secrets? To be honest, because it's just a new vicar and his wife and, da and daughter moving into this new house. Why does this Bishop Malachi need the, to blackmail them and keep these dark secrets and letters? Why does he care about that? If he's just the bishop who is in charge and presiding over this new vicar, why does he need to keep blackmail at, in reach? That part, may I miss it, do mean bored or just they didn't explain it that there was plot holes. So once they move into the home, suddenly there's hallucination of shadowy figures, there's premonitions, there's a horrible death I don't want to spoil, there's ghouls, shadowy figures, the main two characters, the vicar and his wife, suddenly start to have premonitions, screaming, blood, deaths, they start to get freaked out in their minds, they still live there, though, even though they're having these premonitions and um, hallucinations, they decide to stay there. It starts to get even more. They're traumatic memories. And the wife, I don't want to spoil it, but she had a dark past that the evil bishop is still holding against her. And he's like, he'll never leave this hall for some reason. That part, I kind of don't know why that was the case. But he wants them to stay there forever. And... They invite a man who's like a man of the occult. He has dealt with spirits in the past. He's invited to help try to figure out the house's sinister past, help the family get through this traumatic time with the shadowy figures and the occult and the stuff that's going on. The bishop starts to interfere because he doesn't want the dark secrets to be revealed from this house that was before the movie. He doesn't want to be revealed because he has his own demons and dark secrets that if revealed, his bishopdom would be stripped. He would be cast out into the cold and would never be seen again is my inference from why he doesn't want the dark secrets to be revealed because he 
is holding his own demons at bay. So then they try to figure it out. The man, his character, Harry Reid, who's like a man of the cult, tries to help them. He tries to help them figure out what's going on. They realize that the Bishop Malachi loves to lie, loves to cheat, loves to blackmail. And he has been tricking them. He threatens to use his all-powerful magic. Just kidding, not the magic part. But his all-powerful associates and his himself to make sure they never leave. The relationships between the family starts to fall apart. The vicar starts to scream at his wife, Frofit, scream at his daughter, scream at his housekeeper. He starts to scream at her and say that her dark secrets cannot be revealed because now that he's a, she's the wife of a vicar, he's worried that he'll be stripped of the church, he'll be banished, and that she has to do whatever he says and cannot associate with people in public, only do what he says. I think that maybe had to do with the dark spirits in the house or he was this jerk in general. But I think more likely it's the dark secrets and hallucinations, premonitions got into him and he suddenly became like possessed, so to speak. Multiple members of the family start to get possessed. They find out the dark secrets and the dark past from the movie. The man of the cult tries to help them go into like a narrow realm to make sure that the young daughter can be saved because she's going through horrible hallucinations and visions as well. So in the end, they all survive. Everything goes well. The dark secrets have been put to rest. Their dark past has been revealed. The only thing that hasn't changed is the evil bishop still all-powerful and he turns out to be revealed that he's a big German sympathizer and he is a fan of Hitler and he listens to his speeches and works with um, Germany because the war will be beginning soon. It's 1935, so soon World War II will be getting going and he most likely will be leaving England and joining Germany because he's a German sympathizer. So in the end, that's the film, The Banishing, deals with a vicar and his wife, an evil bishop in England. There's a house they move into that has dark past. They have to help spirits who were killed back before the film began, put them at rest, and deal with their own demons occurring. So The Banishing overall, at times I felt confused, lost, and bored all free at once at points they'd be talking and they're like this would happen five minutes ago and I'm like I don't remember that or I got lost or they'll be like I know your dark pasts and then instead of telling me or showing me the dark past the bishop's like I know everything and then he start laughing uncontrollably and you as a viewer you don't know what he's talking about because they don't want to reveal it and there are times that I didn't like where the daughter, the vicar, and the bishop would scream and yell and curse at Jessica Brown Finley's character, the young mom, and they're like, I hate you. They tell her that, and they don't explain why they all hate her. 
because she seems nice, friendly, and a good mom. I understand the hate towards her, but they all say that. I don't know if it's possession from the daughter or the dad. Clearly not the bishop because he's just a jerk in general. So overall, my review rating for the banishing, I'm trying out experimenting a new rating scale instead of one for 10. I'm trying something different. We'll see how it goes. But for this one, my new ranking scale I'm going to try experiment with is from one through five. So first rate is the best of the best. Beyond excellent movie, one I greatly enjoyed. Two is good. I was trying to think of something that would make sense and good one is works because it's not too confusing or like what is why was it worse than first rate? So good second. Unremarkable is third, so that's just kind of eh. Nothing great, nothing horrible. Four second rate, which more bad movie. And then overall fifth is abysmal, which is worse to the worst. So for banishing, I would honestly say unremarkable. The acting was decent. Jessica Brown Finley was easily the best actress and character in the movie. Only one I really cared about. The other ones that could have been murdered or blew up and I wouldn't have cared. And they portray the vicar as the main character in the movie, but he's not. Jessica Brown Finley's character, Marianne, the wife, easily the most important character in the movie and deals the most with the spirits from the past and the other characters in the movie. So unremarkable. I would not watch it again, most likely. I'll probably forget it in a couple of days, the plot at least. But that's The Banishing. If you don't mind watching a free movie from AC Plus or in a shutter, feel free to give The Banishing a try. I've seen far worse before, I've seen better. But overall, it's unremarkable, but not horrible, not horrible acting, not horrible plot. It could have been better. It had some decent bones, but it could have been used and utilized better by the director Christopher Smith and the writers. But at least it was watchable, so to speak. It's not one that I'm going to be screaming or cussing or saying how dare they make such a horrible movie. It's just eh. So thank you for watching and listening to this week's episode of History of Back Pages, Review of the Banishing. Let me know if you have any recommendations for the upcoming ones. Like I said, the goal is to review five films total before Halloween, so two more to go. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Have a good rest of your week. See you next time on History from the Back Pages.